Hello, this is Not Your Ordinary Spurs podcast, and I'm Becca G. This is a podcast by a Spurs fan for Spurs fans. Welcome. Today, we are going to talk about the Kawhi Leonard scandal and forgiveness. While I was away on my family vacation to New Mexico, there was some hubbub when the Clippers came to San Antonio to play against the Spurs. If you're new to San Antonio or basketball or you were napping when the drama unfolded, let me bring you up to speed. Kawhi Leonard played for the Spurs from 2011 to 2018, during which time he helped the Spurs win a championship. In his final season with the Spurs, he played a total of nine games. And that season was rife with criticism from the fans and speculation about why he wasn't playing and why, if he was benched for an injury, was he not at the games supporting his teammates. There were rumors of heated and emotional players-only meetings where his teammates expressed their frustrations. And all in all, it was bad optics. The official story is that Kawhi Leonard had an injury called quadriceps tendinopathy that prevented him from playing. His uncle, Dennis Robertson, told Yahoo Sports that there was a drama between Kawhi and the franchise surrounding this injury. Quote, sometimes you get these team doctors telling you what you can and cannot do, and Kawhi was just in too much pain to get out there. This was a serious issue. They didn't believe him, and after that, the relationship couldn't recover, and we decided we had to move on, end quote. So he left. He was traded to the Raptors and promptly won a championship that following season. This left an understandably bitter taste in the mouth of San Antonio fans, but it was five years ago, and yet... At the Spurs game against the Clippers on November 22nd, the fans were still hurt and angry. And Pop was having none of it. While Kawhi was at the free throw line, a significant number of Spurs fans were booing him. Pop stopped the game and grabbed the mic and asked the fans to get their act together in the best, most Pop way ever. Here's a clip. I recorded from the Bleacher Report. It's a little hard to hear, but while the announcers are talking at the top, the crowd is booing, and then Pop takes the mic and says, excuse me for a second, can we stop all the booing and let these guys play? It's got no class, and it's not who we are. Knock off the booing. Unfortunately, this was met with even stronger booing. See if you can hear it. Goes on Keldon Johnson. Kind of a delay here. If you have a game like this where a team opens up three for 21, given the schedule that's upcoming, you'd like to put this far out of reach as soon as you can. I state the obvious. Do give some credit to Greg Popovich's Spurs who have bounced back. the second time that I've ever seen a coach take a microphone. Doc Rivers did it back in 2000. 
This is not your ordinary Spurs podcast, so we're going to take a left turn here. This episode isn't going to have a player spotlight or game recaps. This episode is going to focus on forgiving. If we can agree that basketball is life, then basketball can encompass all the nuances that life throws at us. It's not just hoops and rims and dribbling and team spirit. For me, when I heard the booing, it made me really sad to see so many Spurs fans that are still carrying this pain year after year. Maybe it's some other collective anger being projected on Kawhi Leonard, but let's take it for face value. I want to speak on what I've learned about forgiveness from one of my favorite teachers, Tara Brock. When we choose not to forgive, we act from a primitive, more reactive part of the brain and cut off from empathy. Forgiveness, the letting go of blame, is a more recently evolved capacity in terms of evolution. It takes being aware of the suffering of not forgiving by hanging on to our blame and our anger and our armor. It takes a recognition of that and a training to stay with your vulnerability that's there. When we are willing to forgive, we have to open to where the hurt is, and that takes intention. It goes against our conditioning to fight, flight, freeze. This is the response to the world that Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr. called soul force. That when there is an injury, rather than perpetuating that cycle, we are responding from a more awake part of our being. We need to release the armor rather than continuing in the old pattern. Forgiving is not one shot. It's done over and over again, like building a muscle. Anytime you feel like you tighten from blame or resentment, or even from a deeper wound, there is an opportunity to build that muscle. When we are wounded, we need a scab, and the anger is that scab, and it's part of our survival system. It lets us know that something has been harmed in us. The problem is that we become habituated to the harm and to the anger, and we live with a permanent scab that doesn't allow for healing. That armor is a form of control to protect us from unpleasantness. And in the case of Kawhi Leonard, that unpleasantness is maybe resentment, that he's such a great player and wanted to be traded. And then he went and won a championship for another team. Maybe our fans feel rejected and resentful. But let's approach ourselves with gentleness and understanding. There's hurt in there. You could hear it in the booing. Pop heard it too. If we want to keep evolving our consciousness, this is the domain that is maybe the most challenging, but also the most necessary. 
Start sensing the suffering that comes when we push someone out of our hearts. That goes without saying that maybe we are pushing other people out of our hearts. People who don't play in the NBA. What's sad is that we identify with these defenses and the scab and the habit patterns that we've created to try to protect ourselves and we forget the light of awareness. Like we are sitting here as our egoic selves that has a plan to do this or that and we're worried about what this person thinks or what that person said and we forget the conscious awareness that is looking through these eyes. When we are locked into judging and blaming and angry at another person, we are reacting from our armor and our covering and we're reacting to their covering and their armor. Tara Brock says most people think forgiveness is a really good idea until they have something to forgive. And as soon as we have something to forgive, our bodies clench up and it feels impossible. What makes it so difficult? The Bhagavad Gita says, if you want to see the heroic, look at those who can love in return for hatred. If you want to see the brave, look at those who can forgive. It takes real courage because in order to forgive, we have to be willing to experience vulnerability. This is a subject I've delved into quite a bit for my own benefit, to learn how to build my own forgiveness muscle, to learn how to shed the armor that no longer serves me. In fact, it prevents me from loving fully. And I would really like to go on about how some of our self-hatred and neurosis can prevent us from forgiving, but instead, let's go into our meditation. Find a comfortable position, seated, lying down, wherever you're at. You can close your eyes if you want to. Please don't if you're driving. Inhale through the nose and exhale through the nose. Again, inhale, fill the lungs. Exhale, empty the lungs. Continue breathing long, slow breaths in and out through the nose as we meditate. Now bring to mind the image of Kawhi Leonard at the free throw line. If you aren't familiar with him, think of someone who has wronged you that you need to forgive. Maybe it's best not to delve into deep trauma during this exercise, but think of a lesser wrong, maybe someone who was rude in traffic. Thinking of that other person or of Kawhi Leonard, imagine how they look, standing there, dribbling the ball, eyeing the basket, waiting for the ref to resume the game. Imagine how they look.
begin to offer that person forgiveness. It's an exercise to build that muscle. Say, I forgive you, Kawhi Leonard, or I forgive you, motorist on I-35. I forgive you for the ways you harmed me intentionally or unintentionally. I forgive you. I forgive you. Continue repeating this as you visualize this person. Now look inward. Look at yourself and whatever you need to forgive yourself for. Any situation, maybe for harming yourself in some way. And say, I forgive myself. I forgive myself. forgive myself. When you are ready, bring your awareness to your breath. Inhale and exhale. Take a moment to offer yourself gratitude for letting go and moving in the direction of peace, happiness, and freedom. As you go about your day, notice when you clench or tighten with resentment or anger. Take this moment to say to yourself, I forgive you or I forgive myself if that's the case. And practice building your muscle. Let's take one last big breath together. Inhale and exhale. Until next time. <laughs>